And where, where, where do you see it on, on the traditional grammar approach? From the point of view, I guess if you're using comprehensible input, you totally believe in that idea. But do you think traditional grammar instruction has a role in it or nothing at all? Or do you think it can be helpful? Do you think it cannot? What's, what's your take on that? Yeah. Um, Tough one. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is very, you know, I sort of have immediately five different answers to this because it's quite complex, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. So to make it very easy at the start, I don't think that if you're only studying grammar and you're memorizing these grammar rules that you will acquire the language from that. I mean, yeah, that, that's basically what the research says about it as well, right? You you sort of need language input for that. So if you're sort of only focusing in that, on that and trying to memorize all these rules, I don't think you will get very far, at least in my experience. Um, however, I mean, if you come, you can, if you combine that, because I have students, I have students that say, no, no, I don't want that. I don't want grammar. That's why I came to you. And I say, fine, we don't oh. need it. We can learn the language without it. Absolutely. Let's do it. But then I have other students as well who are like, oh, I'm actually quite interested in it and I actually really enjoy it. And then I say, okay, let's do it. Let's do my method plus um, the grammar bit because you enjoy it because that's another big thing about it, right? Because we, we need to do stuff that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever um, the thing is we do with the language, um, we need to enjoy it oh. for motivation purposes and, you know, all of that. So, um, yeah, so obviously my students are still my students so that means it's fine if they want to learn grammar and we you know we sometimes go through some stuff as well but um because they're still my students I'm like well you also need to do this you also you know this is the stuff you need to listen to or this is the book you need to read or whatever um so I think a combination of both yeah. works fine um, because it obviously doesn't, I mean, if you're still doing the input thing and if you like the grammar, it doesn't hurt doing that, right? Um, I just wouldn't prioritize it, I think. Um, yeah. And, and then uh, your, the, the other part of your question, if it's sort of, you know, if it can help at all um, acquiring the language, um, I think so what I find myself doing sometimes when someone's coming to me and they're really sort of starting from zero mm -hmm. and um, so we're doing this method straight from the start you know we're, we're, I'm giving them stuff to listen to uh, you know I say go familiarize yourself with these new weird sounds <laughs> and um, but so they're doing all of that work at home you know, all the input, they're, they're listening to stuff, they're reading stuff and all of that. Um, but then sometimes in the lesson, when they're really starting from zero, then we might, you know, just say, okay, by the way, we've got three articles. We've got der, die, das in German, for example. Um, and then I just, you know, if you just look, I mean, I, I don't ever say to them, you need to go home and study this and memorize yeah. this now. Right. But 
if you if you just sort of look at it and just sort of you know make a bit of sense of it then I just sometimes find that it might speed up the whole process because it's just sort of the, a little bit of support underneath um, with all of that listening you're doing and you know so at the beginning when I'm really starting from zero I yeah I sometimes go through a bit of grammar because it might just you know speed it up a little bit because you might be able to make sense of what you're hearing sooner rather than later but mm -hmm. yeah I mean as I said if someone comes to me and they're like nope don't like grammar I'm like okay so. <laughs> yeah yeah I think we we all agree on the fact that with grammar alone you're not going to be able to learn a language like it's not going to happen right with mm. grammar I mean like traditional grammar instruction however and I talked about this with Ina in the previous episode I'm like I'm totally against it <laughs> I'll tell you why like because I, I totally understand what you're saying but I think for to me that's just as adults trying to consciously control the process like back to your example mm. you were talking about people starting from scratch and i don't know the articles in german that you talked about the thing is we adults we want to consciously control the process so we want to know when to use that's the you know the problem is mm. they're just two different processes like the subconscious yeah. acquisition of the language and the um, conscious memorization or conscious um, studying or, the, or learning of the language, they're just two different processes. So what I mean is the, the fact that you know when, like consciously know when to use a specific article doesn't mean that you're gonna be able to produce it the right way when speaking. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm starting to believe, and this is, there's no research on this, it's just my personal feeling, okay? I'm, I'm yeah. actually starting to think that conscious grammar instruction actually gets in the way. This is my, mm. just a feeling, okay? Everybody, just no, no research, just a feeling. Because when, when you're learning a language through comprehensible input alone, like quote unquote, that's everything you have to rely on, right? So when, when, you're, when you're actually gonna try to speak in, the only thing that you have within you is that uh, subconscious acquisition so you you go if you're if you're in a point in which you can actually communicate you're going to respond you're going to use words that come out of you like naturally without you even thinking about that right however if you've been consciously learning grammar as Stephen Krashen puts it there's like sort of a monitor that gets in the way that whenever you're going to say yeah. something there's that grammar instruction getting in the way and stopping you from speaking because you're, wait, 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 wait a second. I was gonna say that, but the rule says it shouldn't be that way, right? Yeah. So, so then you sort of stop to think about it and then it actually gets in the way and, it, and your, your speaking is less fluent. And that's why when, when people are speaking in a foreign language, you've probably noticed that a lot of people have like a broken speech with a lot of pauses like you know um yeah. uh, I, um you know um you know what i mean right and that's because <laughs> they're, they're trying to consciously access that knowledge from from gram for from conscious grammar instruction 
right? Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, yeah. in a real life, real time conversation, you just don't have the time to do that. You, you might have yeah, the time yeah. if you're if you're writing uh, an article because you do have the time to think about what you want to say and to recall those specific sentences or structures or articles or whatever they are, right? Yeah. But in real time, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. But that's that's no, my point. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah, I agree in that point, definitely. Um, yeah, that's that's I think when you take it a bit too far. <laughs> um, yeah, so when you know when you're really there trying to have a conversation and you're thinking about all these rules and it just yeah, it doesn't really work well. Um, so yeah. I think for me then, you know, as a teacher who um, then does use grammar, it's um, it's um, it's about finding sort of the right balance. So I, yeah, I actually, you reminded me now, I find myself um, saying a lot to them something like, oh, but, you know, don't worry, you don't have to memorize this. You don't, you know, don't look at it at home. It was just now to sort of just, you don't see it mm -hmm. and, you know, just you know just visualize it but not like um yeah but I think most of the time yeah we you know it's it's sort of nice that they've looked at it once but then after that um if I've done my job well <laughs> then <laughs> then they're not thinking about the rules when we're done then sort of right you know, start talking and all of that. And I think, yeah, it's hard to find sort of that sweet spot, that balance, right? Between, okay, how much do I look at it and how much, you know, it's it's um, difficult to not start overthinking it, I think, once you've actually looked at it. So yeah, sometimes it's it might even be easier to just completely disregard it so that you don't ever have that in your head, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the danger of it. Like I said, yeah, because yeah. Like, like as a student, you don't, it's, you don't even realize it. But if, if you, if you start trying to consciously learn grammar, you're learning to pay attention to form as opposed to meaning, which is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. so even if you don't want to, like your brain is learning to, to pay attention to specific structures, to verb tenses, to articles and so on, as opposed to meaning, which is the most important thing and the way yeah. you're going to learn the language, right? And But the, the, the good news is, just as kids do, like I, I talked about it within as well, like I, I'm not with that, I'm not saying that grammar is not important. All I'm saying is we don't need to consciously study because we actually acquire it through comprehensible input. And let me, let me give you a couple of examples that I always use, <laughs> like one with Spanish, one with English. The first one with English is to show that consciously, know, consciously knowing the rules doesn't mean you're going to be able to produce it, produce them the right way. And like a quick little example with English is from, from a conscious standpoint, the rule of adding an S to the third person singular is as straightforward as it gets, right? Like I want, you want, he wants, she wants. But like from consciously speaking, that's like super simple, right? Like all, all the conjugations are the same, but just an S at the end of the third person. And yet you've probably noticed that when people, when foreigners are speaking English, even people who can actually communicate in the language, they still say he want sometimes when they speak because again 
they, when you're speaking, you just don't have the time to think about what you want to say. It's not how the process works, right? They're just two different processes. So all that to give you an example of a super simple rule from the conscious standpoint and everyone understands, right? And yet mm -hmm. there are people still not using it the right way when speaking because it's just two different processes, right? And then the second example with Spanish, now that you're learning Spanish, you might understand. <laughs> there's, there's a word that every single Spanish-speaking kid uses at the beginning, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the word for broken, yeah, which mm -hmm. is, the, the correct word is roto, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's an irregular conjugation. This is about all, mm. all the grammar I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about in my project. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite a lot for you. I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, just to just to give you an example. So roto means broken, but it's irregular. But that's the correct conjugation, right? So every single Spanish-speaking kid says rompido at the beginning, which is incorrect, mm. but it would be the regular conjugation. Mm. And what that tells us is that kids from comprehensible input and other examples like from beber, bebido, from comer, comido, etc., the language mechanism in their brains develops the language rule without having to consciously study it. Right? So, they, yeah. so they, their mechanism thinks, okay, romper, rompido, right? So they, they, yeah. it's like the language mechanism understands or creates the rule itself without having to, without needing to consciously study, right? Yeah. That's why they all, they, they all say rompido, right? And then again, when what they need in order to get it right is to hear the, the right word in context many times, you know, if, if their parents use roto, roto in context many times, eventually they're going to be able to to say the right word, right? And I'm sure you can, you can think of many examples like that with German, of course, but with any language. Mm 